you have been conditioned to believe that the way you see the world is the way that everyone else sees the world too. But that just isn't true. Welcome to the Healer Dealer Podcast. This is an invitation to be inspired, get curious, expand and empower your own gifts through conversations with the modern healers of our time. The only way to heal ourselves is to deal with it. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zaloki. So excited you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, I am super excited to tell you about Guella app. It is all about finding your healer and finding yourself. It is an app that connects healers and humans. I am so excited about this. Literally anywhere you are in the world, you can check out all these different healing modalities and get connected to a healer that is perfect for you. No more searching and searching and searching for who to talk to, who to go to. This app takes out all that work. You know, you can order anything between like food or a card. Now anything online on an app that has not existed before ever in the world for healers. Now it's here. It's called Wella app. And what I love is the story behind it. It is literally created by these three siblings and with their Celtic roots, the word Guella literally means to improve or get better. So literally these three siblings have worked together to create an app to fill a void of something that did not exist, which is connecting humans and healers. And now they've done it. I highly recommend it. There is epic healers on there and it is such a beautiful platform. So I advise you to check it out and download it immediately. You can also follow them on Instagram at getguella and check out their website at getguella.com. Are you looking for kind, compassionate, and mindful medicine? I am so excited to share with you about SourcePoint Wellness. SourcePoint Wellness is an integrative healing oasis located in Los Angeles that combines Chinese, functional, and spiritual medicine along with a bit of magic. Dr. Amanda and her team of experts offer virtual healing services to anybody in the world, including integrative telemedicine, herbal medicine, distance acupuncture and Reiki, goddess acupuncture, Akashic readings, chakra balancing, healing energy work, EFT, and customized breathwork. Literally everything and anything you need to be fully supported, mind, body, and spirit, Dr. Amanda and her team at SourcePoint Wellness has got you covered. Follow them on Instagram at SourcePoint Wellness or email Dr. Amanda directly at drcohen at sourcepointwellness.com. Hey, my dear, dear friends. Um... I hope everybody's hanging in there and um, educating yourself um, and what's going on in the world. I definitely have a lineup of podcast interviews I had intended on going in a certain order. And uh, it's interesting because I did an episode um, with Asia Deshore of the Spirit House Collective in October. And we talked a little bit about um, white privilege um, in the spiritual communities. And I'll do a link to it. It's a really good... um, start a discussion, but I really realize um, that that discussion alone is not enough. Um, and just even a few weeks ago, I've been really thinking like I have have so many episodes that are coming up and they're great interviews. I'm super excited about who I have coming on. They are all majority white or white passing spiritual leaders. Um, and I definitely like want to be showcasing, um, the black and brown and, um, 
you know, uh, indigenous, like all different kinds of spiritual leaders, uh, many who we have adopted our spiritual practices from. So keeping a lookout, I'm definitely moving forward, full steam ahead and taking action on that. Now it had already been in action, but now I'm like, scoot aside, you know, some of these upcoming episodes because I have to showcase um, these leaders and sharing their messages and making sure they're being heard. And really the deep awareness of, um, you know, uh, we have to be fighting for each other. Um, It is not our black or brown, indigenous um, brothers and sisters uh, responsibility to educate us. We have to educate each other. Um, I definitely feel I am associate, you know, I always check off the white box. I'm half Turkish, half Ukrainian. Um, I, you know, I oftentimes have said with friends jokingly, like, I don't feel like I'm white sometimes, but like I am, and I definitely have experienced white privilege. And I just feel very much a sense of responsibility with this podcast and this platform to speak up about anti-racism because, I mean, people are listening. Like I just posted stories on my Instagram because I am so shocked how many of my friends of different colors that I have been reaching out to to check in with them because this is such a traumatic time. And they're like, you are the only white friend that has reached out. And I am proud to say that I've had some white followers follow, like respond and asking like me, how am I talking? You know, what do I, I don't know what to say. And really, it's like we have to let go of this idea that we're afraid that we don't know enough, that we're afraid to say the wrong thing, and that we don't know what steps to take or action to take. As soon as you have clarity, you need to take action. Um, And you do have to pick a side. This is... um, this is not for right now. This is for the long haul. This is a system that's breaking down. And, you know, we've talked about it a little bit in the last few episodes. Um, you know, the past paradigm is breaking. Th- things are breaking. Things are changing. And the only way we are going to be able to step into the light, the only way we're going to move forward is by taking responsibility, looking at what's uncomfortable to look at, getting uncomfortable, having uncomfortable conversations, and educating ourselves and taking inspired action. Um, I may have repeated myself a little bit, but um, anyhow, um, you know, I was a little overwhelmed. Like, how can I support my listeners? Um, You know, also, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. Something I've just wildly noticed on Instagram um, specifically is, um, you know, the, the teachers, the teachers and the leaders that are staying silent, the teachers and the leaders that are saying something. How are you educating your followers? How are you educating those that you are guiding to live their best lives? So I, I, you know, it's just interesting. It's really interesting. Um, You have to speak up. You have to be a part of the solution because if you're silent, you are part of the problem. So um, I just, I had this deep awareness like, okay, I don't have a huge, huge following, but um you know, it's funny, a a child is playing, screaming. I hope it's, okay, they're playing hide and seek. Okay, it's okay. I was like, what's happening? Um, Like everybody's like high alert. Um, But like, I have a lot of listeners on here and I want to make sure I can do my part. And even if it 
it's just a handful of people. I can share this information with you. And then you pass that on along to your people, uh, your friends, like then I feel like I've done something, you know, worthy of being a part of the solution. Um, but before I get into it, I just want to remind you, if you have any black or brown friends in your life right now, and I'm, there's a problem if you don't, by the way, um, check in with them. It's okay if you don't know what to say. Admit that. I don't know what to say. I, I'm so sorry. Everything that's going on. What can I do to support you? What do you need to feel safe? I don't like, let me know if there's anything I can do to help you. Like literally that simple. Reach out. Own that. Like you have to stop delaying because you feel uncomfortable. Nothing that's going to change. That's just adding to the problem. Okay. So, um, all right. So there is a influencer, a white woman who is, I think really take stepping up and using her platform for good. Melissa Griffin, I'll do links. Um, she also has a podcast too. Um, I'll do links to her podcast, everything in the show notes. She created, I, I'm so grateful for this. She created um, anti-racism for beginners and white people, uh, Google Doc. I'll share that Google Doc. She so generously gra- uh, gathered all this information, um, links, books, um, ways to learn, people to follow, um, how to support. I think it's such a wonderful, brilliant um, platform uh, that she has created um, and she's using her platform for good. So I'm sharing that. I'm passing along. Hopefully this ripple effect will inspire you and you can pass this along to the people you love. So I just wanted to quickly go, I'm literally looking at this document now and I'm going to go over some highlights, um, in my opinion, just to get the conversation started. And, um, all right. So, okay. So in the beginning, she has this list as a white person diving into the world of anti-racism, it can be confronting and challenging to understand your place and where to begin with educating yourself. Luckily, there are endless resources online to help you learn about anti-racism work, dismantle the unconscious biases that exist within yourself and take action to create more just society. The most common questions and fears we hear about speaking against racism for the first time are, number one, I'm afraid that I don't know enough. Number two, I'm afraid to say the wrong thing. Number three, I don't know what steps to take or how to take action. There are so many resources listed here below that can remove your fears, help you educate yourself and take this work seriously. Please take point, take note is to really recognize these black indigenous people of color that are educators and activists. Um, this is not my own voice. This is, I'm sharing, I'm, I'm sharing the knowledge. Okay. I'm sharing this. Um, this is just a starting point. Um, she has, uh, this document easily available at antiracismforbeginners.com. Um, again, I will, um, do links in the show notes. Um, okay. I'm just going to go over a couple of like these like things that really stuck out to me that just to get things rolling. Okay. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's get in it. What is white privilege? So, um, it's quoted here from what is white privilege by Christine Emba white privilege It's the level of societal advantage that comes with being seen as the norm in America automatically conferred irrespective of irrespective of wealth, gender, or other factors. It makes life smoother, but it's something you could barely, excuse me, would barely notice unless it were suddenly taken away or unless it had never applied to you in the first place. For example, 
taking it for granted that when you're shopping alone, you probably won't be followed or harassed. Knowing that if you ask to speak to the person in charge, you'll most almost certainly be facing someone of your own race. Being able to think about different societal, political, or professional options without asking whether someone of your race would be accepted or not allowed to do what you want to do. Assuming that if you buy a house in a nice neighborhood, your neighbors will be pleasant or neutral towards you. Feeling welcomed and normal in the usual walks of public life, institutional and societal. From Leah Saad. You can't see yourself as perpetuating white supremacy because you have been conditioned to believe that the way you see the world is the way that everyone else sees the world too. But that just isn't true. White supremacy centers and serves whiteness while decentering and oppressing people of color. You as a white person are seen as normal and non-white people are seen as other. White-centric programs, summits, conferences are seen as being for everyone. Non-white-centric programs, summits, conferences are seen as being exclusively for people of color. It is not as simple as using racial slurs. We are societized into white supremacy from the moment we are born. So it's not enough to say, but I love black people. It is about completely dismantling how you see yourself and how you see the world so that you can dismantle how white supremacy functions as an institutional and ideological system of oppression. All right. Take a big gulp. Just let that sink in. Feeling uncomfortable. Good. Okay. I mean that with so much love. Um, I'm feeling very much like a warrior of love here. I mean this so much for love and I want to really um, help uh, shift what is going on here. Okay. Number two. Let's get in it. Let's go. What is systematic racism? The problem is that white people see racism as conscious hate when racism is bigger than that. Racism is a complex system of social and political levers and pulleys set up generations ago to continue working on the behalf of whites at other people's expense, whether whites know, like it or not. Okay, let me read that again. Racism is a complex system of social and political levers and police set up generations ago to continue working on the behalf of whites at other people's expense, whether whites know it, like it or not. Racism is an insidious cultural disease. It is so insidious that it doesn't care if you're a white person who likes black people. It's still going to find a way to infect how you deal with people who you don't look like you. Yes, racism looks like hate, but hate is just one manifestation. Privilege is another. Access is another. Ignorance is another. Apathy is another. And so on. So while I agree with people who say no one is born racist, it remains a powerful system that we're immediately born into. It's like being born into air. You take it in as soon as you breathe. It's not a cold that you can get over. There is no anti-racist certification class. It's a set of socioeconomical traps and cultural values that are fired up every time we interact with the world. It is a thing you have to keep scooping out of the boat of your life to keep from drowning in it. I know it's hard work, but it's the price you pay for owning everything by Scott Woods. So pretty hard. Okay. All right. So I think that this is a really great acknowledgement about talking about systematic um, uh, racism. You know, I'm definitely, I, I mean, it's like, just like, how, are there things that you're hearing here that you catch yourself with, you know? Um, like, but I love black people. It's like, yeah, you can say that, but like really acknowledging how our world has been built on behalf of white people. Okay. All right. 
Um, there's some video links here that I'll share, um, talking about, you know, a video series, um, from race forward that explains systematic racism, um, more in depth, um, you know, racism being uh, race prejudice and social and institutional power. Racism is system of advantage based on race. Racism is a system of oppression based on race. Racism is a white supremacy system. Okay. Racism is different from racial prejudice, hatred, or discrimination. Racism involves one group having the power to carry out systematic discrimination through the institutional policies and practices of the society by shaping the cultural beliefs and, and values that support those racist policies and practices. Okay? All right. This is, uh, you know, okay, this is really important stuff. So if you're still listening, really appreciate you. This is the good work. And if you're not into it, then um, I advise you to look within yourself why you're unwilling to really take deep, centered care of this issue. All right? Okay. All right. This is a big one. Okay. What is white fragility? Referring to the defensive moves that white people make when challenged racially, white fragility is characterized by emotions such as anger, fear, and guilt, and by behaviors including argumentation and silence. These behaviors in turn function to reinstate white racial equilibrium and prevent any meaningful cross-racial dialogue. That's a quote by Robin D'Angelo. Um, I think that's perfect. I think that is what I'm seeing most, um, you know, when we're, and again, this is just my opinion, um, especially on social media, I'm seeing that a lot. Just stay silent. Don't say anything. Maybe repost some things on your stories. Okay. Are you going to have the conversation? Let's talk about it. Right. Um, be willing and open to have the conversation. And what does it mean when you stay silent about racism? Desmond Tutu has this great, um, what Desmond Tutu says about staying silent about racism, okay? If you're neutral in situations of injustice, you have chosen the side of the oppressor, okay? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., we will have to repent in this generation, not merely for the hateful words and actions of the bad people, but for the appalling silence of the good people, okay? You can be a good person and also be racist. I said it. I said it. You can be a good person also being racist. Don't be silent. Speak up. See your brown or black uh, brothers and sisters being treated um, unfairly, you know, whether it's in the elevator or the store or anything. Speak up. It is most often those people are in shock of how they're being treated and you are not helping the situation by being quiet. Okay? Speak up. Um, so how can you take action? All right? Number one, you have to be educating yourself. Use the resources you can find, whether in this link or on your own. The next step is do not stay silent about racial justice. Your silence is your consent. Use the resources to help take action against racism so you can cause less harm and work to end racial injustice. This is not about just right now. This is about the long game. This is about ending racial injustice. And the more silent you are, the more harm you're causing. All right. And just for the record, if you've been silent about racism because you didn't know what to say, then consider th the fact that there's so much information on the internet all over um, to do the research. 
And if you're not doing the research, what is preventing you from doing that research? What are you afraid might happen? Why aren't you taking a stand? Dig deep into that. A lot of those underlying reasons are why you, ha- uh, why you haven't spoken up. Be aware of your answers so then you can transform them, okay? So do your research. What, acknowledge what may be keeping you back from um, digging deeper and asking those questions and being open to receiving the underlying reasons why you haven't spoken up. Be aware of your answers so that you can transform them so you can help end racial injustice, okay? Thank you so much. Um, I really love all of you um, that are with me on this podcast. Um, I love talking about, you know, the light and love and, you know, there is both both exists. You know, you've heard me talk about um, increasing frequency, 3D, 4D, 5D. We're, we're multiple frequencies in one, okay? Um, please do not use spiritual bypassing. Please do not ignore what is happening by saying, I'm just going to stay in the light. This is important. This is how we get to the light, is to acknowledge all of these things that are happening. Show up. You have clarity. Take action. Show up. Speak up. Okay. All right. I'm going to send the links. Educate yourself. Sending so much love to you. If I've lost you as a listener, then, you know, then uh, bye. (laughs) I'm, I'm really wanting to honor this podcast, this platform to do good, to do good into taking everybody with us. Um, so I hope you all are taking good care of yourself. And that is another thing. I'm going to add on to it. I know I just went in really intensely, you know, warrior of love here, but um, also take good care of yourself. Make sure you're resting. Make sure you're meditating. Make sure you're moving your body. Make sure you're eating well. Take care of your vessel because we need you. We need you. This is spiritual warfare. This is just the beginning. I, there is, I feel like we're going to be seeing lots of changes, lots of things. Take good care of yourself. Okay. And, you know, take good care of yourself and show up. All right. Clarity. You have clarity. Take action. All right. Um, Sending so much love to you. Please take good care of yourself. Please take good care of your brothers and sisters of all colors. Um, Black, brown, indigenous, support those businesses. Um, You know, like show up whether it's like not just showing up by sharing Instagram stories. Okay. All right. I'm sending so much love to you. Um, I wasn't expecting to do another solo, but I just like, it's been like bubbling up inside me all weekend. And I'm like, holy shit. Like I have to say something. I have to say something. Um, So, okay. Sending so much love to you. I will be following up with, the podcast I had um, originally planned, but I will be really um, being very strategic um, in getting as uh, keeping this conversation going um, to help educate um, all of my listeners and um, support you so you can learn more and you can um, shift and also pass that along and help all the people around you. Okay. Please don't stay silent. Please use your voice. Please use your privilege by standing up for those around you. All right. Take care of yourself. Love you.
That's a wrap for today on the Healer Dealer Podcast. If you liked this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review and let me know what you loved about this episode and what you want to hear more of. Until then, do what feels good. Know that you are always supported and it is your birthright to have all the things you desire. I'm your Healer Dealer, Diana Zalecki. Thank you so much for being here. I hope to see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.